Kelman on cliffcentral.com. I love the fact that I cannot put uh, Florence Adepoju in a box because her whole life she's kind of just done stuff that sort of breaks out the box. So actually, Florence, you can tell everybody who you are. I'm not going to introduce you. I'm not going to put you in a box with my introduction. Uh, what's the deal with this uh, Florence Adepoju individual? Okay, so I am the founder of a um, beauty brand called MDM Flow that I started um coming up to three years now and um, basically I started off working um, on a beauty counter when I was 18 years old and I kind of just stumbled into like the world of beauty and cosmetics but I didn't really feel that the brands that were out there really represented who I was Mm. so I kind of changed my career path Um, instead of going into pharmacy decided to um, pursue a degree in cosmetic science um, graduated from the London College of Fashion and upon graduation um, launched my own um, cosmetics line which starts with handmade lipsticks that I currently make in my parents' shed. And, and amazing lipsticks they are. MDM Flow is going from strength to strength. I want to zoom out for a second and, and speak about what your relationship with cosmetics was as a child, how it's evolved and just as an overall what your relationship with cosmetics is. Okay. Um, growing up, like I wasn't like the girl that played with their mother's makeup. Like I was always a bit more kind of a very technical, um, very scientific, loved like chemistry, like loved kind of playing with fire and like that kind of thing. So I definitely had more of a like, um, analytical side to me, but then I think, um, Going into education, I kind of focused on my sciences and on my art. And at the point where I got the job on the counter, I kind of found somewhere that I could put all my kind of science interests, but make it really personal. So I think it was more kind of my affinity to like making things that has got me into the cosmetics industry as opposed to like my passion for makeup, if that makes sense. Absolutely. What I love though about your story and I think what sets you apart so much from the, you know, the average person is that, I mean, if I think that there should be a road somewhere, I don't necessarily go out and build it. But but you seem to be the kind of individual that if you feel like something is lacking, in this case you felt that uh, great shades of lipstick were lacking, you you went out and you kind of changed that. It's a, it's an entrepreneurial spirit that I kind of feel like one's born with, but I don't know. Yeah. Is it? Are you born with that? Um. Yeah, I think you are. But I think that it's at different levels. I think um you have to d- like either develop or learn or gain a certain level of confidence that makes you feel like there's a problem that exists and I'm the person who's going to solve it. Mm. Whereas I think a lot of people know that there are problems that they want to solve, but they don't necessarily think that they have the key skills. And then if you don't have the key skills, thinking I'm going to go out and acquire the key skills that will enable me to do that. And I think I've always kind of had that kind of thinking like if like when it came to like developing my brand it was like everything that I can't see in other brands I'm going to put it into my brand because Mm. like this is a necessary thing I want to talk about this word confidence because I think that you know the brand ethos and the message of MDM flow is it's really this brand that promotes you know anyone who uses it any woman who uses it being incredibly confident in herself and 
just, you know, walking into a room knowing that she has a shade of lipstick on that is the right shade for her. You know, there's a great sort of pop culture essence as well that comes with MDM flow. But this word confidence, why do you think so many young women in the world struggle with confidence? It's a, it's a loaded question, but, but what's going on in society that young women are struggling to be confident? Um, I think that there is a lot of like things that kind of perpetuate women not being confident and I think a lot of like brands um kind of capitalize off women not being confident Mm. so there's so there's so few things that encourage especially young girls and I think it starts from like a really young age of like girls constantly being like pushed and pulled into like the mold of like the perfect girl into the perfect woman woman and so as you grow you're slowly like your confidence is slowly kind of been chipped away it's a hard one because it is a bit of a global crisis. I mean, how many young women are judging their self-esteem in this day and age by the amount of likes they have on an Instagram yeah, post? Yeah, it's crazy. And and so I would imagine for you when you're sitting, you know, in your parents' shed and you're, you're putting together a batch of MDM flow, the, the message for you is also a bit of a social message that you want to get out there. You don't want to just sort of sell lipsticks in Topshop. I mean, you're doing that. But you also want to evoke some sort of social change with your story and with your message and... How do we go about articulating what social change exactly that is? Um, I think the most important thing for me with my brand is like celebrating like uniqueness and individuality. Mm. Um, I think a lot of um, popular culture and now the world is becoming a lot more globalized. It's kind of like specific looks and then it creates a standard. And once you hit that standard, then you're kind of good enough. But with my brand, I kind of want girls to just intrinsically be themselves. And like, if you like something, if you like a color, if you like an aesthetic, like create, build yourself based on what you like, as opposed to like what is dictated to you. Mm. And just having like, even just through my colors and having a selection that is so out there and different, like normal brands say that this is the palette that you should wear on your lips whereas my palette's a bit more like no if you want a color that's a little bit more outrageous you can go ahead and wear that it's uh, incredibly poetic that you know the brand is a bit of a mouthpiece for your social message but in itself it is something to do with the mouth (laughs) it's kind of (laughs) do you recognize that poetry in motion um i it wasn't intended but now there is yeah there's definitely it is, a, it is really cool, actually. I should incorporate that into my branding a bit more, <laughs> if anything. What is this? Uh, everyone speaks about a millennial crisis and gives millennials a really bad rap. I mean, you, you're 24 now, right? Yeah. 24. You are a millennial. Uh, you kind of grew up like me with a little bit of exposure to the internet towards sort of your teens and then going into your 20s. And obviously, the yeah. internet's become a huge part of our life. People give us a really bad rap, us millennials. But but why yes. do we not deserve that bad rap? Um, I think that people just don't like change. I think it's probably happened like throughout history and I think the internet kind of brings such a massive transition like especially in business like the way that you can start a business and put it out there and like market it and sell it just from like sitting at home in your room behind a computer is insane and I think so people who don't understand that may think that there's a lot less work that goes into it but Mm -hmm. it is to me I think it's the same amount of work but it's just put in a different way so it's kind of like instead of I don't know making that trip to have a meeting with a buyer I'm sending out emails to my customers directly through my mailing list. I'm still doing the work, yeah. but I'm just doing it in a different way. 
I mean, on paper, your story, it reads beautifully. I mean, you've got to, at some part of you subconsciously realize that this is the, the beginnings of a truly great story. This is how great stories start. But on paper, it looks fantastic. The, the living of it, of day-to-day life, of building a brand like MDM Flow, obviously comes with a lot of challenges. And people don't always see that. What's the biggest misconception about your story thus far? Um, I, def- I, I definitely think it's the amount of capital. Like, um, I think on one hand, it's the amount of capital that it takes to start like a business like mine. Cause a lot of people think like you just have to have like loads and loads of money to like release a product. And then on the other hand, I think it's the amount of like capital that you generate like through sales or like, um, trying to get investment and just how, cause I think once when you exist, especially like through a product based business, people just think like, your numbers are just fine for the mere fact that you're still around, not knowing mm-hmm. that it is literally a day-to-day struggle to like keep things going. But there is going to be at some point, if it hasn't happened already, a, a switch that's going to flip where all of a sudden there's, you know, massive demand and all of a sudden it, it goes, it becomes sort of an overnight sensation with you having put in 10 years of work. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah that's exactly it. And, and talk to me about how you feel approaching that moment because I think that moment's definitely on the way. But tell me about the journey thus far and emotionally sort of the roller coaster that you, you've been on. Um, I think at the beginning of my business, things were really intense. And I think that I put so much energy into like the business and like really trying to grow it really, really quickly that I didn't really take time to appreciate things that I was doing really well and like growing on kind of key areas. So like, for example, like I really love the the relationship I have with my customers via social media and brands that grow really quickly don't always get that kind of one-to-one relationship Mm. so I think like as I as I kind of grow now I'm just kind of like as the business like gets a lot faster and um there's a lot more interest still remembering that like my customers are still number one they love to communicate with me this way so I'm going to continue to communicate with them and just kind of continue a steady pace even though it's growing a lot larger than it is if that makes mm, sense no absolutely uh, i was telling everybody just, just walking into this what a rock star you are in the office and it kind of occurred to me as i was going through you know all the information that i've got around you it, and specifically looking at mdm flow as a brand it, it feels like one's putting pop culture on one's lips almost i almost yeah. i almost wish that like you know i could do the wear lipstick i, I <laughs> it's uh i, I mean the the, the brand ethos that you have and how you, you know, you kind of reflect what's going on in the world from a pop culture perspective and what you do is unbelievable. I love the fact that the mustard yellow, which is one of oh, the yeah. uh, limited edition two colors chains. that you have is, uh, it's, it's inspired by two chains because you were listening to two chains when you made it and you called yeah. it two chains. Yeah. Cause like another thing was like when I worked on makeup counters, I just felt like there was just such a massive, like, separation between like the brand and the consumer so brands who were like who existed I don't know who were founded sorry a hundred years ago and in their time like Chanel in her time was very like um you know different from all the other brands and that's Mm. how it became such a massive brand but now it's like however many years later they're still keeping to that original ethos and there's not a lot of new change and development and I feel like our generation like get a lot of um, inspiration from like things around us but then a lot of the brands that we use don't kind of cater to that so I wanted to be like a very present and a very modern brand 
How's the family responding to this? What do the, the friends think? What do the family think of, of how life's turning out for Florence in 2016? Well, everyone wants to come hang out in my shed, <laughs> which I can't do because otherwise I wouldn't get any work done, which has yeah. kind of been really cool. But I've, I've always had a lot of support from my family from the beginning, which I definitely think has been a massive key to success. Um, I kind of have really cool friends around me and I kind of have a really like close circle, not in the case of like, oh, no new friends, but just like the friends that I have, I'm really close to and they like are really helpful and really encouraging and they do really inspiring things as well. That kind of keeps me on my toes. Yeah. The people around you are very important, right? Oh, a hundred percent. I got And go- I think if you feel like you have a bad circle, like completely move into a new group of people that challenge you and push you. I'm so glad that we, we have you on this list because I, I really feel like you represent just a millennial that is, I don't know, embraced technology and embraced all these messages that we were given as kids that you can do whatever you want and be whatever you want. And you've actually gone out and done it. Like, I think a lot of us see that message. We know it's possible to do whatever it is that we we want to do, but it's sometimes easier to just do a nine to five, or it's easier to just do what our parents might've been doing for 25, 30 years. And you've really, you're an example of, of, you know, all that stuff that we were spewed at when we were growing up, like actually coming true, which is awesome. Thank you. Yeah, something that really stuck with me was when I went into college, um, the dean of the school like sat us all down and was like, some of you are going to go into careers that don't even exist yet. Yeah. And that kind of always stuck with me. Like, actually, I can like do something that I've never even heard of or that seems completely insane and completely different. And I think I've always since like that point in my life looked for it as well so it's kind of like I didn't want the regular marketing job I didn't want the regular product development job like I wanted to do something that was different and my own thing and then I eventually found what what stuck I'd love that you articulate it beautifully I gotta go to uh, two questions from fellow millennials on our list of uh, influential millennials to watch in 2016 one question here what's the weirdest thing that you do Florence the weirdest thing I do, the weirdest thing I do right now is listen to a different rap album every single day cool. to try and get into new music. Oh, I dig that though. But I dig that you're probably doing that in the shed and then like making a new shade of lipstick, like yeah. just based on that. Yeah, because I just kind of just kept listening to the same Notorious B.I.G. tracks over and over again and was like, okay, yeah, I just need new inspiration. And that's literally how I get inspired listening to music. I love that. Uh, Another question here. What has been the best day of your life? (sighs) Okay. The best day of my life so far, I think, would be (sighs) getting a text the day before Christmas Eve from a friend saying congratulations for your interview on New York Times and not even knowing that it was out. Like, that's that so was cool. awesome. And then the floodgates kind of opened. So that was really... That's so cool. What kind of internal conversation do you have when stuff uh, goes really well? When someone texts you and says, you know, you got this interview in the New York Times, what kind of, what kind of stuff are you saying in your mind? Um, it's a really weird thing because when these, like, it never hits me until I, like, tell my family so like I'm super close to my family and I'll like tell my parents and my brothers and then they'll react and then it'll hit me and I'll be like oh yeah this is a really exciting moment but that's really interesting because it's not necessarily always about the success it's about who you have to share it with yeah no definitely 
which is a big one. Listen, it's so rock star hanging out with you. I gotta get, uh, I gotta get the big power lines here though, Florence. I gotta get the life advice. I gotta get the, what is there to take away from your story? What is it that you really want people to know about you? And inadvertently, what is it that you want people to know about life? Um, oh wow, that is really heavy. Um, I'd say my biggest piece of advice is any idea that you have, like, work on it until or any idea or any dream or any aspiration work on it until you like you don't want to do it anymore like work on it until it just kind of makes you sick and it'll either like make you sick and you'll pick up something else or it will just blossom into something awesome and I think that's definitely what's happened with MDM flow and I think it's also a really good way of just like developing yourself in terms of like sticking something out and like like building up working on your dream and just kind of building up your self-esteem and your confidence into knowing that you can create something great and something that's really awesome and I think in terms of like my message and my brand's message I think I always want as long as MDM Flow exists for people to know that like this is a brand that is about you being uniquely you mm-hmm. and I never want it to be something that dictates to, pe- to people like what they should be. And you know what's great is that you actually represent that and you live that and you are that. And the brand is really just an extension of your DNA and who you are, which is why I think it's just going to go from strength to strength. Thank you. Rockstar. Ladies and gentlemen, that's uh, Florence Adepoju. Thank you so much. Thank you. It's been awesome. Cool. And that's it, Florence. Brilliant. Oh, that was so great. You are so, so dope. I have to tell you, we were so excited about doing this one, uh, because it, you just really like, I, I'm so excited to watch what's going to happen with you this year across the world. I'm just so excited to see. Thank you. No, it's a really exciting time for me. It's so. Very, very cool. Kelman on cliffcentral.com.